0: The best line in hockey is running it back for a fourth season. Can this line possibly get any better? We discuss next on Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105 Through the Fan and the play by play voice for the Chippewa Steel. It's a pleasure to be with you on this Wednesday, September 27th. I hope everybody's hump day is getting off to a wonderful start exciting exciting times here as we're about to wrap up the month of september preseason is in full swing i hope everybody enjoyed yesterday's episode as well with uh, a crossover with locked on wild seth topal he is a phenomenal guy he does great work over there so go ahead and show him some love as well since uh, i'm sure the wild and stars will be meeting uh more than a few times for this upcoming season so it was fun to do my first crossover uh and uh, always good to just you know, talk some puck, that's for sure. And want to thank you guys for making this podcast your first listen every single day. All right. Well, we wrapped up our defensive uh, season previews on Monday uh, and uh, excited to be back and uh, let's talk some forwards. Why not? And why not start with the best line in hockey, right? The top line with Jason Robertson, Joe Pavelski and Rope Hintz, go through some expectations I mean, can they get any better? It seems like you can't slow this uh, this group down. So let's uh, hop into it. I wanted to start with maybe some just overarching themes here. Uh, I went back and I, I did some reading. I, I read a, a Saad Youssef article from a couple of years ago. And of course, he is so, so wonderful. So go back and look at some of the stuff he's taken. And of course, stay with him throughout. Uh, this upcoming season. But I did that. And uh, a quote I wanted to share with you, this is actually from a, a Greg Wisniewski article on ESPN, which I thought was great and kind of tells you how deadly this top line can be. And this actually can, came from, uh, the quote came from Ryan O'Reilly, uh, who was on the St. Louis Blues and Colorado, of course, for for a number of years. And he talked about defending this top line with Robertson, Hintz, and Pavelski. And he said, I just remember playing against them. You had to work to close that gap and be tight to them. Because if you weren't close, they're dynamic. They're going to be making plays if there's that separation. They'll just eat you up. And uh, one little breakdown, one little bit of separation. The next thing you know, it's in the back of your net. So it's extremely tough against those guys. So uh, I think it shows how much respect they have around the league and how lethal they have been for the last few seasons, and uh, they were actually put together in March of 2021, and, and Rick Bonus did this. Uh, and uh, since then, no trio has played as much together uh, as they have. And I and I picked some of these numbers up as well. And of course, Robertson was a, a huge part of a few of these. Uh, from the Saad Youssef article about the top line from a, a couple years back. And they were 36% of the offense in 2021-22. Uh, and, and that tells you how critical they were. And, of course, now the Stars have some more depth. So, hopefully, they don't have to rely as much on the top line. But when you're getting these contributions, it definitely helps. With With Robertson, an incredible year. I mean... There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. 109 points. He was lethal on the power play. 41 power play points. He ended up uh, ended up with 46 goals. And, and I think the sky's the limit for this guy, right? He can get 60, right? And I think he could get it comfortably. I, I, I really do. I, I think he's that type of talent. And it's crazy to think about it as well because... Yeah, he's not the best skater, and uh, he doesn't just pull away from guys all the time, but he just knows how to score goals, right? He works on it constantly, uh, picking corners. And from reports you hear about him at practice, like, he practiced scoring goals. Uh, And that seems like, well, duh, but no, he he knows where his areas are, and he just has such high-level IQ. And you have to be that way, especially when – you're not as fast as other guys. You, you have to know where y- your spatial awareness is on the ice and you got to buy yourself time and space. And of course it helps to have phenomenal line mates with you, but uh, it it's, it's not by just complete luck all the time. I think uh, luck plays a part of it, but at the same time, sometimes you have to work hard and get to your certain areas to get rewarded with that luck. And I think Robertson does a wonderful job at that. He gets into the space. He knows where he needs to be. And if he has the puck on his stick, it's going to find twine. You would think. And uh, just, just so, so fun to watch him play. And I think as he gets uh, a little more accustomed in the Pete divorce system too, I I would love to see him uh, become a, a bit better of a defensive player and maybe have a little bit more, defensive awareness but at the same time I'm not I'm not going to argue we have plenty of guys like that up and down the lineup that are kind of your two-way guys if Robertson uh is not worried about his own in it as much by all means man uh if he can keep producing at the level you're not going to hear me gripe about it I think that's just part of his next evolution right and and it's going to help him as he gets older as well like your Pavelski who's of course pushing 40 now but when you, when you lose a little step you have to become a little bit more responsible for your own end so you get those opportunities on the other and of course that is years from now but i think that's kind of his next evolution as a player but for for what he provides he was phenomenal and in the playoff run last year he got off to a very very slow start but at some point i thought it was a, a bit overblown with his production especially in the minnesota series yeah you would love him to go out there and have six goals a series or chip in five points here and there every round. But, uh, you know, guys key in on Robertson. Minnesota, I think, did an excellent job of taking him away uh, on the power play. Of course, they were very, very lethal, but they did not give Robertson uh, a ton of opportunities. They took away his shooting lanes. They were keen on him, and I would, too. He had 41 power play points. <laughs> I would take him away, make somebody else beat you, and the Stars did that. But, you know, that's some of the the issues and concerns people had with last year. But he ended up finishing the playoffs with the second most points. I think he had 22 in the playoff run, which finished second to Rope Hintz, who, of course, we're going to get into to wrap up today's show. So uh, I I thought parts of the, the first round were a bit overblown because. he's still doing the things that are necessary for you to win hockey games. And I'm sure it hurt with Pavelski being knocked out in game one. You didn't have him. That's a comfortable feeling. And he may have been a a bit overwhelmed on the road against Minnesota for a few games. That's a hostile environment. We can admit that. And he he played very well as a rookie uh, against Calgary too. Uh, Wasn't spectacular, but he's noticeable and the the thing that i think is important too to remember is he can still have an effect on the game without scoring he is that great of a player i th- i think that's how excellent he is where just by him almost being a decoy and being a flank uh, on the power play unit is affecting the game it's affecting the way the penalty kill is trying to dissect the star's power play and they're shading a bit more towards Robertson. And that's going to give more chances for rope Hence, hints. It's going to give more chances for Jamie Ben or Joe Pavelski. Who's ever in front of the net and Miro Haskin and who's quarterbacking it. So he can have such, such an impact where guys are marking him constantly. And you have to, because he has just a wicked wrist shot. It's kind of that catapult. It, it's not the hardest in the world. By any stretch, but man, he gets that thing and he's slinging it towards a uh, netminder. Uh, it's it's pretty pretty to watch, and uh, he's such a fun guy to have around. Uh, and uh, he, he's a key on that top line. They don't produce as much without him. He, he, he they sure surely do not. Forty six goals a season ago. I think he can get sixty. I, I, I just, with the way that other guys have been scoring at an alarming clip. In recent years, man, he gets on a roll. He sometimes goes through that little slump where it's like five games without a goal. And that's extremely small, but man, if he's just consistent through all 82, there's no question in my mind that that guy can get 60 goals. And he played so well last year. He was in the top five for hard voting. He was fourth. He finished. I mean, that's how his peers, especially, and people around the league notice Robertson and uh, with the talent around the Stars roster, and Robertson's getting that much love and notice from his peers, that's that's pretty remarkable. And he's still just a young buck in this league. Uh, I guess he's going to be kind of a veteran now in, in his fourth season. But uh, that's how much impact he's already had already. And and what a steal! Of course, they talk about all the time from the 2017 draft. So impressive, impressive stuff from Mr. Robo. Let's go ahead and get into a little talk about, yes, the man, the ageless wonder, 40-year-old, about to turn 40, Joe Pavelski, Captain America. We'll talk about him next. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by DoorDash. Need fresh groceries for the week, but don't have the time to go to the store? Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. Come on, guys. We all know, You get home from a workout. You get home from work, and you're laying down on the couch. You're watching the Cowboys probably screw it up once again. But uh, you don't want to go to the store why not use DoorDash? You've trusted DoorDash to deliver to your restaurant or your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers to you. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy in the process with each and every order. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKED at checkout limited time offer terms apply that's 50% off up to $20 no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code locked don't forget that's code locked for 50% off your first order with DoorDash Here we go as we're ready to uh, talk a little bit about Joe Pavelski. Also, just one more reminder, go ahead and check out yesterday's episode, a crossover with Locked on Wild. Very, very fun. We previewed the Central Division, talked a little bit about some stars concerns, also the Wild and all that good stuff. It was a ton of fun, so please check out that. And uh, check out tomorrow's episode as well because uh, we'll continue some of these uh, season previews. Let's go ahead and uh, dive into the Jamie Benn and Evgeny Dodonov, who was brought back in the offseason, so yay. And, of course, Wyatt Johnston. Uh, We'll we'll talk about those three and uh, what they're going to look like because uh, they were a very formidable line down the stretch once Evgeny Dodonov came over in the deadline. Uh, Also, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, and we're free on YouTube if you want to see my face. If not, that's fine by me. You can just listen to me in your ear holes. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Uh, Joe Pavelski. Need I say more? 39 years old, about to turn 40, and he just doesn't slow down. He doesn't slow down. 77 points in 82 games last season, and the thing I love about him most is he is terrific when it matters most. He just seems to get the job done, and he feels like the heart and soul of the Dallas stars. He brings that leader quality, which I don't think you can have enough of. Uh, I think you can always have leaders from all different types of walks of life. And Pavelski brings that of course, being a captain with San Jose for numerous years. And of course, Jamie Ben is no doubt the leader of this team, right? I, I think he sets the tone. He's been a captain now for a decade, but Uh, bringing in a guy like Joe Pavelski who uh, just understands what it takes. He's gotten to the pinnacle. He's never got over the hump, right? And uh, I think he just brings a ton of experience. And the way he's able to produce at this age is mind-boggling because he was never a guy that came into the league who was uh, extremely fast and maybe I, I would say not you know, truly high skilled, and that's not a knock on him. Okay, like let's we'll be straight here. He he is phenomenally skilled, but wasn't known as you know your game breaker, generational type player, right? Like uh, Sidney Crosby, but he has been he, he, uh, you know one of the probably top ten players of his generation, and he's been he's been so fantastic. He set a career high a couple of seasons ago, and he continues to stay healthy, which is incredible, and of course. You hear the stories about the way he takes care of his body. And look, a lot of times you hear he's the first guy on the ice. He's the last one off, right? He's tipping pucks. You see those videos almost every morning at Morning Skate that he's in front of the net. He's tipping pucks. And the thing I love about it most too is that other guys are starting to do that. And you need those type of guys in your locker room where others are noticing, oh, look, at Joe's 40. He's got a kid and a wife at home and he's here working. Uh, You know, I'm just going to go home and play video games. I should get out there and and join in, and we saw that with guys like Delandria, and I think Sagan has taken uh, some uh, some I guess tips, or you know has taken the, the hint that he needs to start doing a little bit more of that with uh, with his aging, and he's losing a, a bit of a step. But uh, Pavelski is so fun, and and more importantly, come playoff time, he's just incredible. A hundred and thirty nine points. In 182 career playoff games. Very, very good numbers (laughs) in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And he scores those big goals, right? He just, he scores the big ones. I remember, what was it now? Three years ago, think about the bubble run. The stars were like 12 seconds. It may have even been less from going down 3-1 to the Calgary Flames. And Pavelski scores the goal late in the third, pushes them to overtime. Klingberg ends up winning it in OT and it's off to the races, and they beat Calgary in six, and or maybe it was seven. Can't remember off the top of my head. Anyways, they douse the flames, and then they go all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. And I think about against Seattle. Game one comes back from a gruesome injury and scores four. Of course, I lost, but uh, that's just the type of type of player he is, and, and I, I don't know if he can keep it up. There's no signs that he's going to slow down. And with the line that he has with Robertson and Hintz, he, he doesn't have to have the extra gear anymore. Those guys can kind of pick up the slack. And, of course, he's wonderful in the face-off dot. Pete DeBoer will throw him out there, especially on penalty kills, if he needs a face-off win. And he, he can still kill penalties. He's a menace on the power play in front of the opposing netminder's uh, face. And, of course, he's one of the best deflectors and tip puckers, however you want to say it, uh, in the entire league. The amount of goals he scores just in that kind of 10, 15-foot radius around the crease, uh, very, very good and and extremely valuable. It'll be fun to watch him for another year. They only have him for one more because how many more years does Joe Pavelski really have, right? Uh looks like he could play for a few more but it's important for the stars to be especially competitive which we think they are but uh he, he signed again to come back to, to play here in Dallas. I think he enjoys it. It's a good spot for him, but at the end of the day he still wants to win and he is still looking for that elusive Stanley Cup. And he thinks this is the place to do it and that the Stars can deliver and I would agree. <laughs> I would concur. Uh, I think everybody listen, listening would too. And uh, I think that's what keeps him so hungry, right? Uh, it's probably a little bit more difficult at 39 to want to get up and go to the rink every day and put in the extra work and spend time away from home. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out for the 39-year-old this year. But uh, just a heart and soul of this Stars team. The guys rally around him. They did uh, in round one of the playoffs when he got knocked out by Matt Dumba. Disgusting hit. All right. Uh, A little bit late. If we can be honest, it wasn't the most terrible hit, but it was a little bit late. We can all agree, especially on Joe Pavelski. Come on, Dumba jokes on him. He was shipped off to Arizona (laughs) who actually might be a fun team to watch, but (laughs) Uh, I digress. I digress. So, Joe Pavelski back in it. And, uh, of course, with Pete DeBoer, they have the familiarity. They you know, they were in San Jose together, so uh, you have that familiarity. And Pete DeBoer loves his his veterans. Uh, Evgeny Dodonov is one of those who we'll touch on uh, a bit tomorrow. They had some history, too. So wherever Pete DeBoer goes, Pavelski's going to go, it seems like. Uh, All righty, so we got two uh, thirds down of this top line for the stars the best line in the NHL, baby. And they're going to be running it back for a fourth season. You don't see that a lot. We have to come up with a nickname too. Uh, I know that's been kind of the talk of the town, of the Metroplex for a few years. I I know Pavelski and Sons is out there. Uh, Write in the comments what a good uh, nickname would be because you you have the, the perfection line. And right? Those type of, you know, catchy and it hits it perfectly. So we need to come up with something that's catchy, right? We had the FCC line back in the day with the Foxo, uh, Foxo-Como-Cagliano thing. So um, can we do that, maybe? I don't know. Anyways, all righty. That'll wrap up some Joe Pavelski top. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about another one of those finished players in Rope hints, One of the best two-way forwards in the game. And stars have him locked up for a few years. He'll be here for a while. So we'll talk about Rope hints after this. Final segment here on Locked On Stars for this Wednesday, September 27th. Thank you again for making this your first listen of the day. And I also want to say thank you so much for the love and support over the past week. And I know I've only been here for just a cup of coffee, but it's been so fun. And I'd love to... Here and I guess see not here, but see your feedback in the comments. I love reading those and just getting a, a sense for what other people are seeing. Look, I'm not gonna uh, sit here and act like I, I'm, you know, the know-it-all hockey god of the world, right? Everybody sees the game in a unique way, and I love reading some of your comments and thoughts on certain things uh, that we talk about on here. So continue to please do that, and uh, I love to just chat ideas and. Uh, of course we want this team to win at the end of the day. So I feel like we're all on the same page there, but you might not always agree with what I have to say. So always, always love to see uh see your comments and, and, and feedback here uh on locked on stars. All righty. Last but certainly not least on this wonderful trio here in the Lone Star State with Jason Robertson and Joe Pavelski. Let's talk a little bit about Rope Hintz. Rope Hints, he is the I would say, driver of the first line, right? Because he's just incredibly fast. He provides so much skill. And I think he's one of the top five defensive forwards in the NHL. And he will get his recognition at some point, hopefully with Bergeron being gone, <laughs> he took all the selkies for about two decades. It, it felt like, and I think Rope will start to kind of garner that respect. I think he already has, but maybe more at a, at a national level because man, when he's galloping up and down the ice, he's just like shot out of a cannon and, my favorite thing to watch on rope Hintz is when he gets that break from the red line in and he just beats a defender. They stretch it out and they send him to go on a breakaway and he just elevates it off the pipe and in on a breakaway It's just so satisfying. Nobody can keep up with him in the league. He's got to be one of the fastest skaters in the entire league because I think at full board, not many guys can, can keep up with hints. And he just has that great combination of, speed and skill and the ability to work in tight and around the areas one of the things I think is probably one of his more underrated skills is he just creates so many turnovers because he gets in on defensemen so fast and he'll just come out of a, a battle or a fray with a, a puck and that's you know it's tic-tac-toe uh, to Robertson or, or Pavelski in front and more than likely they're, they're gonna score a goal and he's just, he's so hard to defend and you've heard it f- throughout the league too, where uh, a lot of times they're focused on him. Other teams have to game plan against Rope Hence, Of course, Robertson has the goals and you have guys like Ben, who's the big power forward. But you hear sometimes guys, man, that Rope Hence guy is one of the most unguardable people in the NHL because he's just so hard to keep up with. He's flying around. And uh, of course he had, uh, another incredible year for the stars. And uh, I, I he's so important too, because he wins so many draws and he's that perfect hybrid player that Rope, or not Rope, Pete DeBoer loves, where he can play center, he can play wing, depending on where the draw is going to be. And he's only 26 years old. Only 26 years old. And the stars have locked him up for, I guess, seven or eight years remaining on his deal. He was a steal ever- since the ink went on that paper and he will continue to be a steal until that contract fully, fully plays out. Had a good year in terms of points again, 75 points in 73 games. Uh, and and two, it was really the first time we got to see him in the playoffs where he was fully healthy. Uh, there was, you know, stretches for the previous two years where uh, you didn't know if Ropey was going to play uh, in the cup run. Back in the bubble, he was hurt for multiple games. I, I believe it was a lower leg issue, and he was kind of in and out of the lineup. Even against Calgary, I think he missed one or two games. That's uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he missed one for certain. It, it could have been a couple, but uh, last year was the the first time he was fully healthy heading into the postseason, and boy, it jumped off the page. (laughs) He led the team in points. Uh, Of course, I think he finished with, what was it, 24, maybe 26. Even once the Stanley Cup Finals ended, he was still one of the top, I think, five scorers in in the playoffs. It was incredible, and uh, it was was nice to have that. They needed that because they didn't miss that kind of burst, and even when he was playing, In the first few playoff runs, he just didn't quite have that burst, right? You could see uh, he he wasn't fully there because uh, that's his difference maker is his speed. He creates that separation. And uh, if if he doesn't have that, he's not quite as effective. But man, he is uh, effective when he's at full gallop. And uh, he'll he'll be a fun one to watch for years. Uh, And I think he's finally starting to gain some of that, that National respect, which is is great to to see, and uh, it doesn't hurt that he's a Finn, right? And Finnish players always have that knack, right? They're kind of your defensive forwards. Uh, one of my favorite players growing up was Yeri Lettinen. I always tried to model my game after him. Of course, I didn't reach the peak. All right, That's the reason I'm talking to you right now. But <laughs> I, you know, Larry uh, Yeri Lutinen was one of those guys, right? That he was a, one of the best two way forwards of his generation, too, and I think his hints continues to develop because uh, he's still very young, 26, and he's right there in in the prime of his career. Uh, th- there's no slowing him down. Uh, there's no saying I think he he, he can't get to a hundred points as well, right? Because Robertson can. Oh, why not rope with the way that line contributes and produces on an every night basis basis. If he stays healthy enough, uh, there's, there's, there's absolute possibility that he could reach the century mark because he he does have that speed of a McDavid. Of course, not as skilled in terms of weaving his way through traffic and going through an entire team to you know beat the netminder one-on-one, but he still never played a full season worth of games. Uh, his career high was 80, and uh, that was in 2020. He, he played 73 last year because he usually gets banged up at some point uh, and, uh, if he plays a, a full season worth of games, uh, I think you could see, uh, maybe some record shatter, uh, because he, he just has the perfect size, the skill and the ability to beat you at, at so many levels. And he's so responsible in his own end. And he's kind of a one man breakout too, right? You find him, uh, with some open ice and he's going to, to make you pay. And he's such, such an important factor of that line. He's probably the most important, I would say to the Pavelski and Robertson line because without his speed, uh, it, it it's a game changer, right? In terms of getting in on the four check too, that's with Robertson and, and Pavelski, they don't have that extra gear, that ability to come flying into the offensive zone. And Rope provides that and you get that perfect combination of your speed and you have your your goal score and then your playmaking uh, ability with Rope, especially off the rush. They are incredible off the rush, right? When when Rope comes just wafting in down that left side and he's got Pavelski and Robertson with him, he can make that 50-foot pass across the rink. Pavelski's driving the net, and uh, you're going to get tons of grade-A opportunities and grade-A chances. And the more they play together, the more they understand where they're going to be. And there's so much IQ on that one line alone. It's incredibly hard for defenses Uh, to defend that and not a lot of teams have been able to stop it yet so hopefully we have more success uh, in this upcoming season it'd be fun it would be so so fun to watch this line get at it for a fourth season you don't see that a whole lot because uh, today's NHL with guys wanting to move around and contracts and whatnot Uh, not many times you get three guys that are kind of in one place for this stretch of time. And two of them are on deals where it's keeping them here for a little bit. I, I wouldn't say long-term hints is, but uh, Robertson kind of signed that bridge deal, like the four-year deal. And of course, Pavelski's on the one year, but uh, his age has something to do with that. So uh, you're not going to see another line like this uh, for the Dallas stars probably in a while. You're, you don't see that a, a ton. So, Uh, Very, very excited for this top line to continue their dominance of the NHL, proving why they're the best line in the league. And uh, it's never a bad thing to have a great top line. And it looks like they're going to pair that with some more depth, adding Duchesne into the mix. And you got a great netminder. And of course, we touched on all the defensive groups and the pairings they're going to have on the back end. They're primed and ready to win now. And uh, they have the pieces to do it. And now it's all about. going out there and doing it easier said than done. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, Cause the cookie will crumble uh, coming up here uh, in less than a month, opening night, right around the corner. Can you believe it? Texas hockey is uh, ready to go. So very, very exciting stuff. That's going to wrap up today's episode of locked on stars. Thank you so much for making this your first listen of today and uh, listening to me ramble. And uh, I'm just, So glad I can share my passion for the stars with all you diehard stars fans. And I'm ready for the games to begin. That's for sure. Go ahead and interact with me on Twitter. If you want, you can shoot me a a Twitter tweet. I don't know, X, whatever they call it. DM, uh, Joey, the jet 19 on there. And, uh, we'll continue to really bear down and, uh, Get into the the meat and potatoes uh, of the season here in just a few weeks. Alrighty, hopefully you have a wonderful day. Please have a great hump day and uh, continue to uh, smile and enjoy the wonderful weather wherever you may be. It's raining like all single day here, uh, not all single day, but every single day and all hours of the night. It's been. Pretty incredible, actually. So hopefully the sun will come out this upcoming weekend. But already, that's going to wrap things up on this episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So long, Stars fans.